Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just finna go. Like, I'm just finna go. Um. Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibe. Uh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall, I'ma die. Way too high if I slip, I'ma glide. Never know I'm alone for the ride. To become a menace, I promise They can restart when I finish I'm just being honest Can't nothing stop me from climbing They'll always find them a problem Yeah, hopefully Yo, 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 yo What's good? What's happening? We back Brand new episode 3 from the Ring Podcast Of course, it's your boy Chris J Got the boy Trust Savage on here Yo and Tyler will be joining us Shortly later He's getting, he's, uh, getting Big Max and shit like that, so he'll be here when he get here, but either way, we're going to give you guys this nice little fun talk, give you another exciting podcast episode, we got a lot to talk about, ranging from uh, UFC 264, I think, oh shit, I don't know, uh, Rachel Nichols and Hayden Her Heart, we got NBA Finals talk, and uh, we got... A lot of fun things happened in wrestling this week, and including AW doing some major things. But uh, but yeah, so we got a lot to talk about. But um, let's go ahead and just get the UFC shit out the way now. So, uh, Daytra, I'll let you cook on that end. Yeah. UFC insert number here is this Saturday. Um, big, big matchup between Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor. Dana announced whoever win this match guaranteed the next title shot. So, big, big implications. Not really for Connor or Dustin, to tell you the truth, because they're at the point of their careers when a title shot, they probably make more money fighting like Nate Diaz or something like that. Um, but still, it gives that factor for you to tune in to see. Um, now, for Connor, a title is like, eh. But for the USC Connor with a title, it's like money. So I'm pretty sure they're trying to set him up best way possible. He's coming off of losses, so it's kind of weird. Losses, right? But hey, money speaks louder than, than your fight record. Um, But that's the biggest fight of that card. You also got fights like Wonder Boy versus uh, uh, what's that boy Tyron beat? He got a brother in the UFC, too. I can't think of his name. If I knew the number of this card, I'd have it pulled up. But me and UFC numbers. It's two. Is it 240-something or 260-something? You know what? Let's, let's do Dustin versus Connor. Because <laughs> uh, I'm getting a blank right now with these freaking names. Uh, you're 257. So we was in the middle. Oh, no, that was the last event. Yeah, that's Shit. the last one. Okay, this just 264. I think it is, right? Yeah, 264. Um. Okay. I was actually going to say 64, to tell you the truth, but I was scared. Um. But, yeah, so Dustin versus Conor McGregor, that's the fight. Gilbert Burns versus uh, Stephen Thompson. Uh, it probably won't mean a title shot for Gilbert. But in the line, it probably sets up Stephen Thompson for a shot at that belt. 
Fans love Steven Thompson, striker, karate, all around nice guy. Um, when when Jorge Masvidal got the baddest motherfucker belt, uh, Steven Thompson got the nicest motherfucker belt, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, everybody loves him. Uh, so Taya and two two Vasa versus Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, former NFL player, also yeah. smacked the shit out of his wife. Um, Beat the sh- and look, he- <laughs> Woo! Just read, just read his uh the indictment. <laughs> Woo! Um, and then Toy Toy Vasa, if I can say his name right, my apologies. Um, going against, uh, they going against each other. Both up and coming heavyweights. Toy Vasa coming off some major wins. I think Hardy coming off of a loss. So. Definitely uh, check that out. Um, that nigga, two of us, is just one big-ass Samoan nigga. Uh, Irene Aldana versus Yana. Some last name begins with a K. I ain't even going to cap. This is my casualness that's coming in the show. Don't know who the fuck these two people is. I did a bantamweight fight. We got Sean O'Malley versus Chris uh, Hall. Um... Uh, so give me one second. It's a Sean O'Malley fight, so it's uh, it's great that it's opening up the card. Ain't this is a comeback fight too, right? Yeah. Yo. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. A, I gotta get this back call. though. Come on. All right, cool. But so I'm gonna go ahead and just say shit. So for the casual nigga like me, I'm cool with this card. McGregor's fighting, so he probably will get his ass whooped. It'd be funny as hell if he did get his ass whooped. You know, it'd be neat. You know, so. I'm cool with that aspect, but me, I'm going to focus on the FanDuel aspect. And shout out to FanDuel, and one day you guys will sponsor YouTube and Media, so make sure you do that. And as on the topic of that, as FanDuel is loading, I'm about to uh, let you guys know what's going on in that aspect. But make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Subscribe to YouTube and Media on all platforms, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. But they trust back. Um... Yeah, it's one of them events. If you got it, definitely pay for it. Need need you break pocket for it, you know. You can watch it through Twitter. Um, if them pockets is hurting, understandable. Shit, mine might be hurting around that time, so most likely won't pay for that event. But, and I mean, like when I say, it, there ain't no streaming sites out there no more. So, yeah, Dana White won. <laughs> they know if, if you do be prepared to be looking for a while and you probably won't catch it until the main event which is a good thing um but that's that um the next event after that of course ust 265 that card ain't um just fleshed out yet but it's amanda nunez most likely about to smoke somebody so yeah um don't be like me and bet against her unless you're trying to win Thousands and thousands of dollars while losing five, but just get ready. It should be a a nice event. And that's pretty much it. Ain't no like glaring news. It's just yeah, you'll see. Yep. So, and also on the fan duel shit. Uh, if you are looking to bet 
USC 264 has an offer of risk-free up to $10. So you want to take that chance on any UFC 264 parlays. You got a $10 risk-free bet. So go crazy on that shit. So feel free. But um, let's go ahead and get into the sport known as basketball. Um, let's go ahead the final shit first. Um, so we are currently in game two. Well, by the time this comes out, game two of the final should happen. Um, Suns won game one, uh, in very decisive manner. Um, Giannis did play game one, so he he more likely will be playing from here on out. Uh, had a. If you looked at the numbers, you'll be like, oh, okay, he had a okay game, but he looked pretty bad out there. Uh, well, Giannis was with like 20. For, he, he had 20 in like, he had 20 in like 13 rebounds, or so like an okay game, but he just didn't look like Giannis out there. Suns just looked dominant throughout. Chris Paul literally put a point guard masterclass on them niggas. Uh, played Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis out the damn game. Devin Booker just was that nigga out there. And DeAndre Aiden was looking like Moses Malone in 1984. So, that's all I need to say in regards to that. And just the sun, the Suns just looked dominant. Monty Williams outcoached Mike Budahoser with ease. And I'm not going to sit there and rush and say, oh, Suns in five or they're going to sweep because I doubt the Bucks get swept. But I will say that if... Um, game two is going to tell me all I need to know on how quick or how slow this series is going to uh, go from there. So those are my initials. That points. nigga named Malachi Black? It's either Malachi Black or Tommy Ian. We'll figure that shit out. <laughs> they don't even know yet. I'd be mad as hell. Fuck that my name Malachi for. But that's what he called himself in the, his Twitter thing. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, my bad. I I just like like I said, I woke up like two seconds ago. You good. Shout out to Tommy Ian though. Uh, go ahead, Chris. My bad. No, it's on you. How about the finals game? Yeah. Fuck that game. I lost money on that game. <laughs> we both lost money because of that damn game. G shit. So you said that like on the final stage and play your worst basketball. You do not deserve any money. <laughs> oh, time to get it. Okay, cool. Hey, what's up, everybody? Sorry for my tardiness. And look, we well work. into this G. So, but yeah, if you, if you, oh, right, Tyler, rotate your camera, G. You uh sideways. If you are a main, oh, I got it sideways because I'm trying to charge my phone. So I'm, the way I got it propped up. Is, oh, okay. All right, you good. But, uh, go ahead, Detroit. If you are a main, um. How do I say uh, rotational piece? Or even if you are a big three like Drew Holiday, and you pull up a dud finals game, in which your star player is not a hundred percent, so you have to step up. Wrap that shit up, bro. <laughs> Fucking Brooke Lopez can't have more worth than you on this team, bro. Cause he don't. Bobby Portis can't have more worth than you on this team, bro. Cause he don't. Um, you did not play defense on on Devin Booker or fucking Chris Paul. So don't we can't say that was where your highlight was in this game. Um most of all, and this is what hurts the most, 
uh, you didn't win me no money. It was particularly you. Everybody else eventually hit their market, except for you. Chris told me, oh, man, Brooke Lopez don't get rebounds. He got those rebounds. How many rebounds oh, did he get, though? <laughs> uh, he got the ones I needed. How many I said? I don't know. I said, hold on. Thank God I don't put big-ass amounts of money on these games, bro. Fuck me over. I need a Brook Lopez to get over five fucking rebounds. Hopefully he got me those fucking five rebounds. Come on, it's five rebounds. He definitely got them bitches. I'm not even worried. The way DeAndre Aiden was getting boys on that shit. That damn that said DeAndre Aiden could have had 100 in that game. Uh, Lopez gave me six. Come on, bro. Quit playing with folks. Uh, it was Brook Lopez and P.J. Tucker. I needed P.J. Tucker to give me four. All right, P.J. Tucker's a bitch, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, another bitch-ass nigga is Jay Crowder. How the fuck you have one point and you are a starter? Look at Milwaukee. P.J. Tucker give you seven, but he can't do nothing but jog. How do you give me one point? I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for the bag. So fuck that. He's <laughs> not rooting um, for the bag. <laughs> uh, shout out to Devin Booker. Shout out to Chris Paul. I, yo, that Ben laugh at Chris Paul getting 30 was talking to me. I was going to do that. It was talking to me, bro. I was thinking it about it, too, G. Talking to I me. I was definitely thinking oh. about it. Also, Andre Ayton getting 20 rebounds was talking to me, too. But, you know, I think I didn't do that one either. Almost was there. Um, but other than other than me losing money, it was a solid game. The pace that, that Phoenix can play, Mike Boozerhoser do not want none of that pace, bro. You don't want that smoke, especially when Giannis being comprehended and him finding a way to always, you know, play Brook Lopez. You don't want that pace. Uh, a lot of niggas, this is the thing about coming out the East in a way. I don't know if it's the air over there in the playoffs or some shit, but a lot of your fucking role players are going to are going to look really, really good in the beginning rounds. But come that fucking finals, some ugly-ass basketball going to be played. People like Brett Fords or Brendan, don't expect him to smack every three. So don't pass it to him every fucking time. I don't care if you are trying to, ain't no such thing I'm trying to get him in rhythm. Who the fuck is he? All I'm going to say is this in regards to Brandon Forbes. If Budahoser falls for the trap and plays super small against the Suns, they're going to get swept. They're getting swept. Because the thing is, Devin Booker, Though he 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 ain't a, the tallest guard on the man, but he don't play like no small. He ain't playing like fucking like a Steph or a Clay. Well, not nah, nah, Clay play big too. But he ain't playing like a Steph or or any other light skinned nigga that they like to compare him with. Nah, that nigga playing like Cole. No cap. If his jump shot ain't going in, he going to the rack and he gonna go to the line. His game is one of them niggas. Like he a Kobe disciple, and it's not one of them. I hate I hate two things in his playoffs right now because you put. One is a wild expectation on one player. You don't need that for Devin Booker to be the next Kobe. Still talking about that Kobe stuff. Uh, I understand it makes a great story, but if he was cut from a different cloth, he'd be sitting zero points right now because that is a crazy, crazy mantle to uphold. Um, and then the, they continue asking what Chris Paul means to this team, and they're like fucking. 17 goddamn games in. What the hell do you think he means to this goddamn team? Like, you don't have to ask this question. If they, 
if, if, if Devin Booker wins finals MVP, which probably won't happen, fuck it. If my dark horse DeAndre Ayton wins finals MVP, and they ask this nigga during his interview what Chris Paul meant to him on this team. <laughs> uh, I won't I won't stand for it. Um but going back to what I was saying, uh like he play he's play, he plays tough. And Devin Buck ain't no bitch. Um and he might look like a fucking cartoon character, but he ain't no cartoon character, dog. He he real. He a real hooper. Um and we had that we had that motif last year when it came to the bubble hoopers. He the only bubble hooper who came with his, who came him and Dane, the only two niggas. We still got our shit. TJ Warren got hit with the injury. Well, bam, couldn't even step on the court for more than three games. Uh, uh, Tyler Hero, Rachel Nichols ain't that no more to help you with Jimmy Woo! Butler. So I mean, to Jimmy Butler ain't that to help you with Rachel. Look, you know what I mean by that. Uh, so it's it's. It's a, it's, it's, it's these real niggas playing the best. But me personally, I'm glad this game was a blowout. Mind you, do I need every game? Work. Game ones can be blowouts to me, right? And, you know, especially when it's these two teams. Like, get this finals over with. Well, let's get the, let's, let, let's get the, the you know, the, the Phoenix Suns or Milwaukee, they, they chip. Milwaukee ain't winning one since like 70, I don't 71. know when. So let's 71. get them their first chip. Cause back then it was still colored fucking signs in their washing rooms and shit like that. So especially in Milwaukee, who the fuck goes to Milwaukee? Um, now let's get these people their chips. Let's get these people their ducats, um, and let's get to free agency so we can bitch and moan about that as well. Uh, but it was a good finals game. Um, it was uh, like I said, the pace told the story. Monty Williams. Fantastic coach. Mike Budahosen most likely loses his job. Especially if they get swept. Yo. If they get swept. Let me tell you something. Job. You get swept. And you don't fire Mike Budahosen after getting you to the mountaintop. Because we talk about Phoenix Suns having sheer luck. Brooklyn Nets lost two of their stars in game fucking one and two. <laughs> if, if you... And then Philly... Literally was scared. Two teams that you have to worry about. If you don't take care of business and, and at least make this to a six or seven game, I'm sorry, Buddha Hose ain't gotta be that. Look, you see what you see what hiring black coaches do for your team, except for Doc Rivers? You see what <laughs> that does? Look, look, look what Monty Williams is doing in Phoenix two years. Made that team a, a, a great team. Look what uh, Nick McMillan, a real nigga coach, did with Atlanta in like fucking 40 games. Uh, look what Ty Lue did when he stole that other nigga's job. Really made a difference to this team. Look, tell you this right now. If no Clippers end up being like Pussy Willows next season, they are going to be a force to deal with because they know they can get that now. Ain't no, ain't no, I'm scared. Woody, woody, woo. They know they can get that now. They lost their best player, so they know they can get that now. If I'm any other team in the West, I'm like, all right, I don't want to see the Clippers. Like, I don't want to see the Lakers, and I don't want to see the Warriors. What do I do not to get in that side of the bracket on the playoff round? Trust me, that's going to be a side of a bracket. It's going to be a side in which you got to avoid them three niggas. That's impossible. You probably won't be able to avoid one. 
It's like you you, you want to look. You better hope if you see all three. For one, that means record wise, something weird happened. For one, no, okay. If, if all, you look at it, Clippers, Lakers, one, two, guaranteed. Oh uh, wait, yeah. Oh wait, I get what you, I get what you mean. Yeah, guaranteed one, two, three, right? Boom. Warriors coming off a clay injury, they might not have Kelly Oubre. Might not come back. Might move Wiggins. Six, seven, eight range, right? Then you throw the the hopefully Dallas, Utah, in in that mix. But there will be a situation in which you got to pick between if I want to see these three niggas. Now, if they if that's back to back to back in a playoff bracket, hey, good night, bro. You 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 done. You know you, you this wasn't your yeah. I don't care if you will be the returning champs next year. But um, that's neither here nor there. That's in the future. Uh, but I do I I personally do like. Um, uh, this final series, I like the matchup. I'm not mad. I'm not a complainer saying, oh, like like the amount of times LeBron's name was mentioned during his playoffs, and it just amplified during the fights. I don't give a fuck if he's not here. England, I'm not even going to watch Space Jam too. That's how much I don't give a fuck about what LeBron doing right now, bro. Me too. Let me just say this because, look, G, am I a LeBron fan? Yes, but don't tag me and shit. And this goes, and look, respect to the homie Baki, but gee, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is just me outright saying it, G. I don't care. That's I'm not the spokesperson for that fan base because them niggas don't know hoops like I do. But I don't care. I'm enjoying basketball at its purest right now. It makes me happy. Actually. Right, and that's what I think people need to need to get back to doing. Just enjoy the game for what it is. Just because nah, your favorite nah, player. Basketball, basketball fandom, basketball fandom is not where it's at. Like, the way the way it goes now, right, the way basketball fandom is brought up now, is you are fans of players. So yeah. no matter what, when you become a dick rider of a single player, the way conversations go instead of being a team. When you're a dick rider of a team, that's you know, you got team pride. You you stick up for Jay Crowders and shit like that. When you're a dick rider of a player, it's fuck that. Where that favorite player, let's talk about him. The fact that Brian is the most popular player in the league, thank God is somewhat dwindling down because it's the towards of his the end of his career. We're gonna get talk from major media outlets and things of that nature about you know Brian. I think I'm undisputed, which I will say this is another thing. If anybody believes that is a legit sports, sports talk, talk show, show, stop. Just it's, it's not there, right? It's, it's, it's made for entertainment. They talked about how Braun and Dane shaking hands in LA. It was, you know, stopping. It was like, gee. Was, was clowning. <laughs> go, go, go do promo for that move. Chill out. And they said it was, it was, it was clouds over Chris Paul's finals. <laughs> They said Braun was trying to take the. So, one thing I respect, um, you know, one thing, one thing I always respect Braun's career for, is you know the way he manipulates and changes the narrative for himself and whoever the team he's playing with. You know, things like that. I know some people hate when people change narratives and stuff like that. I personally don't give a fuck, but um, that's what he does, right? And that's what he is for that team. Me personally. Uh, we're saying that let's stop talking about him because there comes a time when Braun probably got three years left. If y'all can't be, let's say this: 
we got Zion. But if the only pressure y'all going to have on Zion becoming a great player is if he going to choose between New Orleans and New York, we might as well wrap that one up right now, right? Wrap that one up right now. We got KD in his primers of primes right now. If the only thing y'all going to talk about is the way he plays the game or what he's doing on Twitter, let's wrap that up. Steph Curry ain't got no super team right now, so we know y'all ain't going to talk about him. And Giannis about to get exposed in the finals game. So if these players ain't going to be up to – like part of me hoping Giannis get this finals MVP in this, in this ring in the years that he played because his resume is untouched. He, he can has, retire tomorrow. He first can, ballot he's, Hall of Fame. Gone, he's automatic Hall of Fame. <laughs> yep. Like resume, that resume is disgusting. <laughs> that resume is untouchable. <laughs> Giannis probably will win what like no cap. Giannis will probably get two more MVPs. What this I is not one. a cap. I say Look, one. I say one. It's too much talent. It's too spot. much talent. Bro, you mean it. We see what the numbers Giannis put up this year. Yes. And we know all the fatigue is a thing, bro. But they were just about to give Curry an MVP if he had a, a fucking six, a goddamn a six seed of a record, bro. They was gonna get that nigga MVP. Yeah, I think they was too. No, I think I think Zion and and Luca, 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 forever proving niggas wrong in and what we have expectations of him, and I mean in a bad way. So I don't know the Zion's and Luca's they coming, but Giannis, Giannis has a good chance of winning one next year. I think AD's is shot out the window. You know, Bron voters fatigue, KD voters fatigue. Even though you know there's some times like on that Warriors team, KD should have won one. Um, I can't. I, mean, I think KD possibly still one more. Maybe. No hell no. The way the There's way much, Brooklyn old management gonna be next year, my nigga, coming yeah. off of injuries galore. You think KD gonna average twenty five? He's gonna average twenty. He's gonna average twenty five. He's gonna average over twenty five. Don't. This is KD. Muggs thought he wasn't gonna average twenty three. And this nigga averaged close to 30. <laughs> so you right, y'all, y'all, you right. Okay, he gonna have okay. All right, great. But it's gonna be like 50 fucking games played. We not because one KD just like his best brother fucking Kyrie Irving. So we ain't gonna see anything. But back to the back to the But yeah, but back to the finals though. But uh but yeah, the main thing is I think the the Suns are really have good control of momentum. You can still expect a good game out of Jay Crowder. Would you not? Would you not have momentum? Will you beat? They beat the best three teams in the West, bro. They did. That that's they that. Did. Injury, no, they did. The they beat the best. They beat LeBron. I don't care if he's fucking injured. He's LeBron. First round. You know they beat a healthy fucking MVP. Second round. Did he have a a second? That's you gotta talk to one. This that what when nobody's stepping up on Denver. You do not talk about the Suns getting through. That's a Denver problem. That's a we need to sit down and why we couldn't have a, a consistent second best player problem. Mm-hmm. But they beat Yoti. They beat the shit out of Yoti. Like Yoti, Deion, nobody's going to talk about how DeAndre Aiden contained the fuck out that nigga. That nigga um, still averaged 30 in a triple double. But he's the he's a top five, top, the Alvin Range is top five great player. Of course, he, Joel Embiid did too. But Clint Capella wasn't wrong when he said, come second half. He asked. And guess what happened? Every second half, butt cheeks. So, uh, look, shout out to my nigga Aiden. And then, when against that Clippers team, was there impaired without Kawhi? Yeah, but it shows without Kawhi that is a playoff team with Reek fucking regardless. They got hitters. 
They got the quote unquote word I hate the most, dogs. I hate and that. They, I still don't believe they have dogs. Karen's man. That let's see he how he dunked on Rudy Gobert. I think he did. He dunked on Gobert like twice. So but I, I don't I mean look. you a dog. It just means you a good player, nigga. I think, and I believe Terrence Mann was gonna be a solid player eventually. Development. I think he a dog. I think he did a lot of the shit that Patrick Beverly thought he was doing, especially when they asked him to guard certain people. Like, like Patrick Beverly was getting fucking cooked by a lot of niggas, except for Devin Booker, right? He was able to get. And then Devin able- Booker cooked him in the final game. He was like, "Fuck, I'm tired of this." But like Terrence Mann did a lot of the work that he couldn't do when when Mook was out. Terrence Mann. A lot of work that Mook is supposed to do. That's dog right there, bro. That's a dog. And I ain't said he rough, rough, fucking Ben Wallace or some shit. But he, you know, he a little fucking cocker spaniel or some shit. You know, little fucking, you know, Call the nigga cocker spaniel. But but yeah, Porky. You know he does. He, he look the nigga. What? What? 22, 21? Still young. He's still really young. So look, niggas, niggas, Clippers fan base asking, should we keep him or uh, trade Kawhi, my nigga? That's what, Tyler, why is it two of you? Yeah, I was about to say, they are going on. <laughs> there you yeah, go. All right. Oh, okay. Why I, was about I, was about to say, I thought G. somebody joined our Zoom call. I'm about I'm to like, say, yo, who in this bitch? <laughs> we about to get hit with a fucking scary movie moment. I'm about to say. You got a thousand days to live. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, eh? But, ahead, yeah, uh, but uh, Tyler, your thoughts on this series so far? Well, game one. Um, game one, shit. Game one, I thought that, like I said, getting Aiden, start, getting Aiden started early in this series is going to be a big help for them. If he can, I don't think he's going to grab damn near 20 boards again, almost 20 boards again this series. But, but I think it's possible. So if he does, if he has a game like this at least two more times, they possibly could sweep them. I think Giannis, he didn't play terrible. But you could tell that he was gassed. You could tell that he, you know, still feeling some of those effects from the leg injury. But it wasn't even the fact that he was, you know, he wasn't, you know, possibly 100%. It's the fact that he didn't really get much from his other guys. You know, Chris Middleton did what he had to do. You know, I had to give him credit where, where credit is due for him. No, I'll call Cat. Middleton had a bad first half, and then he came alive. Late in the fourth. Yeah, second half he he, he who, pulled who through, about? but it wasn't enough. Who are we talking about? But it was really the rest of the team that was kind of like, why why can't you guys get any production from the rest of these guys? It wasn't making sense to me. But like, uh, who was this that said Jay Crowder earlier? I think Jay Crowder, he definitely should. You can't be a starter and only getting, what, one point? Yeah, but he, he was more focused defensive end too, though. Like, yeah, which, like that, I, would have, I would have an issue – I would have had a bigger issue if he was getting cooked defensively by Giannis and Middleton on a consistent basis. Right. But I'm like, okay, at least you you doing something. Plus, he was getting boards. Okay, then Cam like Cam Johnson making his threes, they've been fine. Like if he was being legit ass and other players being ass, then I'd be like, yeah, fuck Jake Crowder. But I get what you mean though. Yeah, but he was like, you know, the least. On the list of players that I thought could have done better, it's main. It's more so the Bucks. They gotta find a way where they can keep Brooke Lopez on the floor. Where he can be effective and not get cooked every fucking time they switch off on. Like they have to find a way, or else you're gonna be shot out of the series. 
Yep. And all I'm going to say is, young AU niggas, high school niggas, watching this series, watching the Suns play basketball all together, even some Bucks games, shoot the fucking mid-range. Please, please, please use your mid-range. Please shoot the fucking mid-range. The talk, the talk about the mid-range talk. See, I understand what y'all are saying, right? Shoot the mid-range. It's you know you got to be a three-level scorer in this league to actually be considered a great player, right? Shit like that. I want to say that. There's a difference in this though, of being able to tell somebody to shoot the mid-range and actually knowing how to shoot a mid-range shot. The game has advanced to the point so far that that's something niggas don't practice. I'm sorry. Like you telling you telling somebody like Brent Forbes, hey, you know, pump fake this three, two take two step, shoot them in. He gonna make that shit? Hell no. Nah. You telling somebody like PJ Tucker to make that shit? No. Make, See, there's gonna, look, the look, there's a difference. There's, See, there's a huge difference. I'm not sitting there saying, oh my god, I need PJ Tucker to shoot mid ranges, but let's just say somebody who's an actual legit shooter. So we're saying, let me talk. Hear me out. Hear me talk. Let me talk. I understand that, but literally, if PJ Tucker can't do nothing else, nigga, get your fat ass over there with your shoes and shoot some fucking threes and get back on the court and play defense. But also, my point is this: if you are a legit scorer, scorers we're talking about. So we're not talking about PJ Tucker's. We're not even talking about Brett Forbes. We're talking about scorers. So let me let me fix my thing because I was giving people benefit of the doubt when I did this. Let me make my feel. This is not me sticking my middle finger up to you, Bill Russell style. It's just me counting. Come on, Bill Russell style. <laughs> this is this is two and a half. This is two and a half. Chris Middleton, maybe Drew Holiday, can do that. That's Scores. two niggas on your team. That's two Giannis can definitely do it, but we're not expecting him to. You talking about? Niggas hit mid-range. You asking, you asking Drew Holiday, who barely got 10 fucking points in a finals game. Were well, you the third option to do that shit? Shit ain't happening. Chris Middleton, the lights was bright. Better luck that that's game. His game right? But that's his, Middleton actually does it, though. I know. He that's actually what I'm saying. does the, it. The lights was bright. You can tell the lights is bright when niggas face was like this the whole entire time. And you not Draymond Green. So, lights is <laughs> bright. Uh, Giannis... It, it was it was weird, right? I'm pretty sure they was expecting Giannis not to come the fuck back. Um, I think that kind of threw him off too. Yeah, if if yeah. I was a player on the Milwaukee, I would tell Giannis, bro, we need you 110. percent You ain't got to. The Suns they at home, coming off a crazy West run where they didn't play more than six games. My nigga, they ain't winning game one. <laughs> That's no cap. So go ahead, rest. Uh, and um, let's 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 focus next game. Uh, now, I personally think Suns win game two again. I say Milwaukee win game one in Milwaukee. Really, really close. But like, say for instance, PJ Tucker. They let PJ Tucker do what PJ Tucker did to KD. Let him rough him up. Let him rough some niggas up a couple bit. Chris Paul comes down to earth because he's thirty fucking six, and. Milwaukee win very very close. Phoenix wins game three, they close it out of Phoenix. I think it's a five game series. I think the injury to 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 that nigga Giannis hurt it this team. I don't th- the way 
the player that he is, he need his knees. He need his knees for rebounding. He need his knees for going, for running, for hitting the boards. Right, everything. Everything. Help defense. Like, hey. help, especially help defense. Because that's, that's a strong Because if Chris Paul and Devin Booker just going to be like, we can either switch on, on Giannis on on Brooke Lopez, it's going to be a long night. So that's what I, I – I, look, I hope it goes six. I don't want it to go seven. As everybody know, I hate game sevens. It is the worst thing in basketball history. Game sevens are some of the most ugliest basketball. I will continue to say that shit. Name me a fire-ass game seven that didn't happen in the last three minutes. And the only reason it's so fire in the last fucking three minutes because everybody turned the ball over and fouling each other. Nobody plays good in the game seven. Nobody. Every, I mean, a fourth quarter game seven. Let me say that. Fourth quarter game seven. We don't know because Mike ain't never get there yet. But nobody plays good in a fourth quarter game seven. Nobody. Braun is the best player to ever play a game seven for three quarters. Now fourth quarter hit, everybody's ass. Braun can't hit a fucking free throw to save his fucking life. I call Cap because that game seven against the Spurs, he, he was the best player on the court. Which game seven? The game seven against the Spurs you, in the finals. What do you mean? How do you mean? That, but that wasn't a close game. It was a close game to the fourth. Yeah, but that's what I said. I said, because at the fourth quarter, around the three-minute mark, shit get ugly if it's close. It get real, real fucking ugly around that three-minute mark. Look, let's say, let's just fucking say the game was close to that three quarters. Do you think that basketball would have been, do you think Braun would have been immaculate? I'm going to say fucking no. Because the referees swallow their fucking whistle a tad bit, and everybody take. I want to ice the game series shots. When they ain't supposed to take, I want to ice the game series shot. So, all I got to say is, fuck game seven. Don't go to game seven, Phoenix. Don't go to game seven, Milwaukee. Finish this shit in five or six. For my sanity, uh, people say that's the best two words in basketball. It's not. The best two words in basketball is free agency. Um, and, 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 and. <laughs> In max contract, you are the best two words in basketball. <laughs> max contract. I don't, I don't, I don't care about any of that shit. Um, max contract. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move on. So, is it the uh, Rachel Nichols? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Rachel Nichols and having hate in her heart. So, Do you want me to explain it? Uh, I got it. I'll break it down real fast. So, all right. So, Rachel Nichols has hate in her heart. Reason why. Unfortunately, she chose to uh, show hate in her heart towards Maria Taylor, a nice, beautiful black woman, nice legs. But we're not about to sexualize her here. But Maria Taylor is really good at her job. She covers football. I think she does baseball as well and does basketball. So in a way, she's female Stephen A. Smith of ESPN. So she does a great job doing her uh, doing her thug dizzle. Recently, she uh, thinks she turned down the contract because she said she deserves more money. Black women get paid. That's all I'm going to say in regards to that. So, with all that being said, we know that Maria Taylor's hosting uh, was popping up on a lot more shit. NBA-wise, especially with the finals, playoffs, and stuff. And an audio comes out of Rachel Nichols um, pretty much talking, for one, LeBron's spokesperson. 
because it is known that Rachel Nichols and LeBron has a good media com- uh, media relationship um, and all of that. So with all that being said, so um, Rachel Nichols said, um, like, hey, this is a diversity hire. Walked bam, said that um, they want to treat her like Doris Burke. And I'm like, it's not the role of being treated like Doris Burke. And what? You mean, wait, what the fuck happened with Doris Burke? What happened she, to Doris, Doris Burke? Doris Burke caught a stray in that uh, thing as well, I believe. Or it, 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 I think it was in that video clip or it was in the article. But Doris Burke caught a stray. But she, right, Doris Burke. Doris Burke. No, it's, it was in the, it was in because I think Doris Burke does like. She does the sideline reporting. And that's what yeah, they wanted did, Rachel to do. She still Doris Burke job? Technically. Because. Wasn't Doris Burke the one that, like, interviewed Braun when he won in, in... Why the fuck would you bring up Doris Burke? I don't know, but she, Doris Burke caught a straight for no goddamn reason. But So she was upset pretty much that she was going to be hosting, Murray was going to be hosting and shit like that, and she felt like sideline reporting was beneath Rachel Nichols. And hate was in her heart. The other stuff about LeBron, <laughs> supposedly LeBron's uh, spokesperson was tired of me too movement in uh black lives matter and george floyd situation which rachel claimed she was laughing at in terms of that and then after that all hell broke loose now i'm gonna say this it was levels to when i first i'm like okay that don't sound that bad i'm like it just sound like jealous white woman jealous karen shit i'm like okay i didn't really think of it of racial then the articles came out and i was like oh yeah, I was like, there's hate in her heart. And it's really unfortunate. So then... It came at the wrong time, too. It really did come at the very much the wrong time because Mary Taylor's name was already in the news. And this just comes out immediately afterward. So, uh, so yeah, so... And this, is, this is like literally a day or two before the finals. So this doesn't help. So Rachel Nichols is literally on the hot seat. Mux is on her ass. Um, shout out to Maria Taylor just being really unbothered by it because she's like, look, I'm about to be my, uh, my, uh, my unapologetically black self and be great. And shout out to you, sister, do your thing. Um, and then <laughs> more stuff comes out with Rachel Nichols. She does the apology. No. So then we get Coons. Um, this is literally, th- this sound clip just literally, I love this goddamn shit. So. These buck dancing niggas, these niggas, plantation niggas. So these uh, plantation niggas being niggas cap of Rachel Nichols and legit niggas, I mean. So we had uh, El- that Elamine nigga that works for ESPN still, I think. Um, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins being one of them. And it was just a bunch of... NBA Twitter niggas and shit capping for Rachel Nichols and shit. I think Steven Jackson was the worst. And Steven Jackson and Steven fucking Jackson. Shout out to Kwame Brown. And Rachel Nichols and uh, I mean not Rachel Nichols fucking you you can understand Armin whatever the fuck doing name is and and, and Kendrick to an extent. So I was I I was there I was there like in the spaces when the Kendrick shit really blew up. Um, and understand like the words that Kendrick was saying, 
Um, for the other nigga, he did his Twitter thing. You can understand the other nigga because when the jump first started, he was the co-host of the jump. Yeah, the whole time. which he was. Which yeah. all of that I understand. Like you could give, say Rachel did X, Y, and Z, but it's also like, yo, she yeah. wrong. It was, well. of, it was more of them not because I know a lot of people would be like, you know, they they sticking up for this white woman, woody woody woo. Which I agree, she white as fuck. Um, but it was more of them like you see a homie about to get fucking slandered, yeah. you rush in for a homie. Like the Steven Jackson shit. Like to to talk about like, would you be mad if we flipped a coin for black people to get jobs just because they, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, white year, people. When just a year ago, Stephen Jackson was on social media flipping out. And that's why I really also not about to come at Stephen Jackson case because a lot of this Floyd, like George Floyd shit, was a lot of you know uh, also, man. yeah, and it was also his he, he spearheaded that movement for real, for real. Um, a lot of that shit came out because of his stature. And him, you know, like, I know this dude. This dude ain't that. I can show y'all pictures of him with his daughter, him with his, and it came out like, all right, yeah, this dude ain't that. Um, like, when the word cool, do I agree, like, was it some tap dancing? Of course. It's always going to be tap dancing when it's a thick white bra. But it's, I, it's, it's hard to say fucking cool. You know what I mean? Because in the workspace, the workspace in general, when, when there is people when there is people higher than you and they are a certain color and you in a workspace in which your words matter, this is not like a situation in which they could go on a podcast like Bill Simmons or, or something such and such and say, fuck Rachel Nichols. She, she, no, like checks are involved. Right. And no, they won't be hurting when, when they, they eventually do get fired for ESPN because that will happen. Kendrick Perkins last shot of Rachel Nichols. That's a fire. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna come off as like a fire. Like immediately, like it's gonna no longer be on the jump as much. You're not gonna see him on on get up as much. Not gonna see him on first take when Stephen A. and, and Max not there. Then eventually, after his contract go up, ESPN, Kendrick Perkins part ways. Kendrick Perkins is now undisputed arguing with fucking what's his face, and he's gonna most likely make more money because of that. But. The same thing with the Ahmed nigga. I don't, I don't know his credentials and shit like that. But that's the same thing. So when you see a friend in that aspect, also a person, no cap, has more pull than you because this shit happened last year. And guess who was hosting all that final shit? Rachel fucking Nichols. So she has that clout to make that shit happen. She talking to, which is I hate that you know, Bron caught the stray, but she was talking to a nigga who was. Who <laughs> she was talking to the spokes. This how crazy that shit was. She went to the ultimate of fucking man. Can I speak to your manager moments, bro? Literally she said, "Yo, did. can I speak like, to?" That's Bron- why I said white Karen <laughs> moment. <laughs> can I speak to Bron and tell him like, I want to do this finals. You know, you I get you you you. She Bron only fucking do interviews with Rachel Nichols. So yeah. it's it's love that. or herself, uh, <laughs> his own yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then you know, shout out to like Bron not giving a fuck, but and not even commenting on the situation, which, which is, is smart because for one, Space Jam, two, I'm not in the final, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but I would say this like going back to Perk, you know, his comments. Now we we could throw the cone shit right, and it it would become an overused word because of the 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 way that they was in it. A lot of people love to say if I was in this situation. My voice would be heard. It's fucking cap. That's cap all the way. I could tell 
from being in corporate settings of, of seeing like the microaggressions and shit like that. You look at your bag and then you look at the microaggression. Now this is different from a microaggression, but you look at it that way. You look at a bag and be like, yo, I know this white woman got pulled. Her, she's the fucking, like, isn't she like the fucking niece of Diane Sawyer yeah, from ABC? Mother-in-law. That's her mother-in-law. Nigga, you fucked. That's a call. Nigga, that's a call for anybody. Nigga, Diane Sawyer probably got Mickey Mouse fucking phone number, my nigga. Like, that, that's, that's deep pool. So, like, and I understand that motherfuckers be like, but you still got it. You got to take up. Bro, in a certain tax bracket that none of us even sniffing yet, stuff that you, just you don't, to touch. You, not even that you don't even be able to touch. You don't talk. It ain't race no more. Like, unless it's vowel oh. racism and, and you calling niggas niggers and shit like that. But in turn, it ain't, it is, I'm stepping over niggas. We, we, we talking about like, my wife's going to get mad at me if I tell her I get fired from ESPN. She not, I might not be able to stay in fucking Bristol or, or we might not have a house in Bristol or we might not have a house in I wouldn't want to live in Bristol anyway. But that's where the ESPN headquarters is at. I know sure that, but still, I wouldn't want to live in Bristol anyway. And the cost of living probably low. But, you know, we, we, we go to Fox. We might have to live in fucking Texas. No, he's from Texas, so that won't be too bad. But we might have to live somewhere and things like, like that's the do I think he was right? Fuck no. But I do do I I don't think he was right in the in the in the aftermath. I think in the him on TV, he played face well, which you supposed to fucking do. Um you you be like, you don't stick up for the woman whatsoever, but you you stay professional. On TV, you stay professional. That's just the way it goes. Right, you la- I think Richard Jefferson kinda helped. I think Richard Jefferson handled it the best. Richard Jefferson said these conversations don't end. We've had tough conversations and we're going to continue to have these tough conversations. So I feel like I don't really, I, I kind of give Perk a pass in a way because like you said, I feel like it's more so just trying to do the professional thing. And he just added a little bit of his own swing to it. Yeah, like, because the, the, way, the way it goes, like, not only is this like corporate shit, this is behind closed doors that niggas do about for a year. So I'm pretty sure Rachel answer for these motherfuckers this crime already this recorder been out it just got leaked but this recorder been out since 2020 yeah, in the bubble the only person that actually got reprimanded for it was, was the, the lady that recorded she was yeah. the only person that got reprimanded for it and she, so, she they said she only got suspended for like a few weeks then they just took her took jobs jobs from her and then she just quit outright so yeah hell yeah like but that's but that's what i mean of like what happens in your space like of course this lady She's, you know, she's strong as fuck for that type of shit because she saw injustice. But that's what happened in these type of spaces. And niggas think that way. I'm not saying the way of thinking is right. It's not. It's wrong and it's dumb. But I under-fucking-stand. Like, I understand in, uh, like, why niggas, you know, don't automatically lash out on TV and call this white woman a cracker. Like, that shit ain't gonna work. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna be fucked in the end. You did yeah, all that course. hooping and hollering. And I'm not... And this is my thing. I'm not saying call her out. It's like you could do it in a professional manner, of course. Like, it's, you, you like how, how do you look? How do you look going on ESPN on the jump, saying Rachel, you're a fucking cracker, and you don't and you out the band. You know, I would be like, be professional. I think you'd be professional about it, in a sense of you don't stick up. 
Like you don't have to when you're saying your piece on this Rachel Nichols situation and you calling out what's wrong, you don't have to say Rachel's my friend and I know she's better. Yeah, you don't have to. She, you don't have to sit there like we know that. Like if you have a relationship, like me and Rachel have a good relationship, but she's exactly. wrong. She wrong as hell for this. That like you don't have to say she's wrong, but she's my friend. She did X, Y, and Z for me. No, like you have to say you have to. And we homies. It's like, I mean, this is what I mean. You put your butt. It's, you gotta, it depends how you put the placement. It's how you phrase everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because that butt changes everything. It's like, like, shit, one thing. Kenny hated when I used to say butt because butt always comes with nothing, something negative or something yeah. that might offend. So it's like, when you, it depends what you put after the butt. Because a lot of people listen after the butt. Because it's like, whatever you said before that, it's like fuck it. That's just that's the thing. That's just the thing when it comes to that. Yeah, I and you know going forward, you know this probably in 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 the eyes of <laughs> of of you know people who view this shit who gotta sometimes realize that that personalities on television is no different from like you. I know a lot of people is Malcolm X when they not in that position. But trust me, you look at your, I kid you not, and it's fucked. It's fucked because this is the way our country rolls. You look at your bag before you look at anything else. You you count your pigeons and your chickens, dog. That's just the way it goes. When you when you about to say some shit at work, you don't be like, man, I got to stand up for woody, woody, woody. That's what you say second after, like, is this the, is this the one that's going to get me fired? Mm-hmm. Do I have something lined up before I say this shit? Do I got money saved up before I say this shit? And am I gonna win this fucking lawsuit after I say this shit? That's how it goes, bro. But like, right? Because you gotta think about like, you know, you say something like that, and then it's always, oh, you get hit with a defamation lawsuit or something like that. After you you get no, you get hit with a fucking my nigga. You know you fucked up, right? Breach of contract. They don't even you know you 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 go to work the next day and they be like, okay, so what I'm saying on the jump? You know what? Who say you gonna be uh, on the jump? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray Allen said he wanted to, you know, guest host a couple of more, you know, shows. So we're going to get Ray Allen and Vince Carter up in here and they're going to talk hoops. Okay. Uh, you first take me? No, um, Damon Jones, before he get his coaching job with um, Aduku or whatever he is, going to be, um, uh, you know, talking to friends. So you, he, he, you know, you tweak. You, that's what's going to happen. A lot of people are down for I believe a lot of niggas down for that type of, you know, a lot of niggas thrive on that type of shit. Some niggas ain't built like that, dog. Like me, me personally, if I'm really like really down for some shit, I'll take that fucking L. I gotta talk my way out of situations, though. A lot of niggas don't know how to do that shit. But I'm down for that. Like, I'm down for the, you know, motherfuckers ridicule me going, did the shit before. I always talked about injustices around me. Never really held my tongue about anything. But I completely understand because the way I see it in my, I see it in my job. I saw Michael Gresham before. And it wasn't towards anybody in job. It was just simple fucking talk. I could have said, yo, this shit. I, they was talking about cancel culture in the way it works. I'm like, yo, Dr. Seuss fucking cracker. That's the way it goes. Of course he deserves to not. I do not need to see this nigger in his wigger walking down a, a slimmer jigger. <laughs> like, I know he's a fucking cracker. But I was like, if I tell these niggas who know me for two fucking days, and I'm about to argue about Dr. Seuss and them canceling some 100 year old books, and I lose my fucking job over me trying to be super Negro. 
I'm fucked. So, you know what I did? I caught that shit with a joke. I'm different like that. Like I said, I'm different like that. I, I check the shit with a joke. But um, it is what it is, right? Continue to continue to, uh, to to fight for injustices, I would say. Continue to call out this shit. Um, now, I don't really want to get into the basketball Twitter shit because it's all yeah, about... Yeah, that, like, that's different. Yeah, we don't need to dig there. Like that. Um, and no, some ni- a lot of niggas are jealous of other niggas' fame. I'm just going to keep it 100%. Like, a lot of niggas are jealous because people clicked up with KD and, and all that type of Bron shit. Not niggas jealous that, yeah. at that point. Some people are true, like, when, when it comes to ridiculing the niggas who, who didn't speak up. But I'm telling you right now, them niggas' platform ain't that popping to be like, you got a platform, though. It ain't that hot. I'm sorry. I would... Like when your platform popping, then I'll say like, yeah, you got a platform, but ain't nobody going out their way because they like a couple posts to to side with these niggas on this retro nickel shit, bro. So that is, it is what it is on that end. But um, but uh, well, we will have, but now nah, this is a chance for us to joke about. Not nah, we really, I really, it's fucked up. But uh, shout out to Ursa Alias Sova and Jimmy Butler G. <laughs> oh, so that was the craziest thing coming out of that. So I heard the Earthside Ilya Silver shit day of the Rachel Nichols. Yeah, that like, G, so you sent nigga, me, G, you sent me that text. I had to look up the tweet, G. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> so random nigga was like, Rachel Nichols fucked Earthside Ilya Silver. I'm like, who? In the bubble. I was <laughs> And then the Jimmy Butler shit. Now the, the noise thing, I don't know. But those videos... Them bitches are lying, like legit, legit. Um, uh, I look, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't slut shame and things of that nature. If you, if you getting fucking passed around like a Spalding in that bubble, and that's what you enjoy, do it. If your husband don't give a fuck about that infidelity, just keep them, them, them ESPN checks running. Have fun, shit. He probably watching on Facetime. Fuck it, but. It is what it is, man. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to Ursan, the dragon. No, that's that's Drogic. My bad. Yeah, I don't like, know what the fuck Ursan is. Off the Ursan. Let's look it up for basketball reference. Does Ursan Ilias have a nickname? Everybody got a nickname on that damn site. So, so J- shout out Jimmy Buckets, Grandin. He was fatigued in the playoffs, though, and we know why. It, it all makes sense, G. Them late them late nights in the gym. It all makes sense now, G. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't oh sleep. yeah, his name is. The Turkish Thunder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to Ursan, the Turkish Thunder. Hey, man. Man, it's quiet. But no, like, look, man, I know it's a rumor. The shit probably not true. It's not true. It's more me, likely not true. Just but wasn't it's fucking in the bubble. Yo ass lying. Cat. Like, gee, Daniel House got. Daniel House is pretty much out the league for fucking in the bubble, damn near, at this point. Feel bad for Daniel House, by the way. Yeah. He's out the league damn near because of getting some holes in the bubble, G. Yeah. Ain't lost his yeah, marriage. Lost his wife, too, so. Exactly. I'm like, lost his wife, um, too. But, you know, if niggas weren't cracking in the bubble, that's cap. It is what it is. They would just People just mm-hmm. end up getting reporters instead of, you know, random-ass delivery women. Um, but, yeah, last yeah. thing. Uh, I don't know, Daytra, you listed that link I sent you? No, I did not. I'll probably right. open that link and right to sleep. All right, probably did. But anyway, Tyler listened to a little bit of it while we was on break, and I listened to the rest of it without work. 
But uh, so shout out to Dan Lebertard. He got a guy who was like a journalist who writing a book on the Nets. Last, like pretty much focus on the Nets. Technically, more on Kyrie, and which led to becoming the Nets, a book about the Nets during the pandemic, leading up to the pandemic and shit like that. And mm-hmm. pretty much he got some like insight on on shit that's going on with the Nets. The main things I got out of it, because it's a lot in that uh, one hour uh, podcast. Shout out to Dan Lebertar, check it out. I really highly recommend you guys check it out. But um, pretty much do like share some details and he did say about some stuff with KD. He said KD's pretty much all about basketball and which we I think we all know at this point. Yeah. But the huge thing is more along the lines of the amount of power that KD and Kyrie have on that Brooklyn Nets front office and team. Mm. Literally he has a crap ton of the, the power they have. Like a good portion of people in the front office are pretty much KD and Kyrie yes niggas. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Like I like he's like the dude said it kind of makes like this how people say LeBron runs front offices. It kind of pales in comparison damn near from what dude kind of said. Like he said like how like LeBron was picking and choosing who he wants on the team. They reportedly said that, you know, they saying, like, if they ain't clicking with these dudes in some way, whether it's on the court or off the court, you know. They wanted them going. Literally. And, like, how they would literally complain that DeAndre Jordan, who's their best homie, was not getting enough minutes. And it had got to a point where they said, yo, this nigga's fucking huff. We can't keep playing him for our sake. Which pissed them off a little bit but they got over it um they say how spencer dinwiddie and karis levert just literally was just counting down the days until they get traded and shit because they just felt it was coming same for jared allen which explains the situation with that um and just like how they just able to do whatever the hell they want especially with Kyrie and the pto kd was just as long as he was healthy i mean whatever and also, that James Harden was at a basketball camp that Kyrie hosted, and this is before he got traded. This is the offseason leading up too, so in a way, it was already in in the workings to recruit James Harden. So, I didn't know they had this much power. Really good interview, though. I really, I might actually check out the book because I want to actually start reading more sports books. I'm for, uh, so. I might read Scotty's book, but um, those are really Yo, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Pippen's book is gonna be hilarious as hell because I just know that's where the Michael Jordan cap is. Just like or just the, the, real, the real Scotty Pippen. Like, um, what's really on your? Heart. I will say this, t- Chris, is your TV falling? No. Why the fuck it look like this? Probably because it's black and shit, and just the angle, but it's not falling. No way for it, Paul. Oh, I'm so looking. is it turned towards your 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 yeah. bed? Okay, okay. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is? I'm like, hey, pick that bitch up, bro. I know you paying some money for that thing, dog. I definitely did. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, so to go to to talk about that, I know the way the Nets run. Like anybody who talked to me, I told you that like like Kev, I mean Steve Nash is a fucking face. Um. 
they you know, specifically pick Steve offenses, Nash too. Uh, like they literally the did way, admit. You can tell uh, how aggressive it was, how aggressive they was in the buyout market and trading that they was going to take, you know, a big run. And it was going to strictly be about like who I can have around me that hoops um, and just get shit done so we can go for rings, 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 and rings. Uh, I don't think like this is the end of like hearing this shit. Mm-hmm. If I would say this though, if shit, you know, don't go the way they want, especially year two in which they, you know, also get cooked out the, the playoffs. Ain't this year three? No, that, it'd be year three KD. I mean, Kyrie year two KD, right? Yeah. Well, they both joined at the same time, but KD was hurt the first. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. So it'd be year three for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll say year three. Um, but it's the team is called Scary Hours for a reason. Um, they most likely, you know, be ready next year. When I'm just not surprised. Is it, you know, is the tribalism in the NBA fucking stupid? Yes, but I'm telling you right now, the only reason we know and care about shit like that now is because it's documented. Um, I'm pretty sure there was tribalism everywhere in the NBA before this shit. Just the OGs wouldn't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure if Jordan said, I don't like the way Steve Kerr look at me. Get him off my team. Steve Kerr wouldn't be there. Um, the same thing, Jordan know how much Pippen meant to his, his championship hopes and shit like that. That's like, why he said, don't trade that nigga for Tracy McGrady. Like, you, you know, like, we know. Um, what goes on and shit like that. So it is what it is. Uh, I'm not surprised. Is it like somewhat selfish? You like you know they're going to miss someone like Spencer Dinwiddie. Mark that shit. Like literally mark that shit. Spencer Dinwiddie is a great player coming off a crazy fucking injury, but he is a great player, dog. Like really fucking good. Uh, whatever team gets him. They are, they, they, yeah, yeah. You got somebody who's gonna come off your bench and just get buckets. You know what I'm or saying? Or start. I don't think Chris and then when he starts, I think he had that Lou Wheel role in his life. Just let me come off the bench. Work better that way. Probably helps teams out like that. Um, but hey, it is what it is. I would say this. That's that bronze shit though. When it comes to recruiting your hobbies. Yeah. Because that shit don't always work out. What I mean by that, like, I understand for, like, morale reasons, like, you have somebody like JR around and shit like that to, to bring niggas together, but, like, like they fuck around and try to get, like, Ibaka or somebody like that. That will fuck up chemistry, dog. Like, especially, like, in the middle of the season. Because we know Ibaka ain't scared to hold his tongue. He yeah. would talk. So, you know, just be on a lookout for shit like that. Or, you know, it is, it is. I won't be surprised if she Iman Shumpert on that bench. I think he was on that bench. At he, one point. he is. <clears throat> he was. I think. I think. I think he had a ten day contract, but I don't think they kept him for the full season. No. You know, like I said, you know, that's just the fuck. It's not. It's not. A, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the way the cookie crumbles in the league, bro. It's tribalism, and it's yeah. like. Don't be a, don't be surprised when fucking Zion and RJ Barrett on the same team dictating what young niggas they want with them, bro. Just the way it is, bro. Yeah. 
Just like yeah, but uh, just like with Cat, you say you want to play with D'Lo, they got D'Lo. I don't know why. Look, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm Timberwolves. I'm gonna be in the trial phase until we end up like Phoenix or some shit. Fuck it. If Cat want to go, peace the fuck out. Like we got fucking Anthony Edwards. <laughs> and the funny thing is, also Cat wants to play with yeah, Devin Booker. Go play with Devin Booker. But the, the, at this point, look. I don't think they'd be able to. It wouldn't work out right now. <laughs> G, at this point, G, I'm like, if I'm Devin Booker, I'm like, bro, I'm not getting rid of Aiden for you. Brotherhood, man. It's bro. It, th- yes, there is brotherhood. So this is also, that, another, that that reminds me. Out of all the people that was on that Kentucky team with them, it was Devin Booker, Cat. That uh, team was stacked. I'm trying to think who else was on. Well, Ju- Julius Randle was on that team too, wasn't? No, Julius Randle's the year after. I could pull that Kentucky uh, team up Julius right Randall. now. Hold on. Hold on, Kentucky basketball. That was the year after AD, I believe. So twenty, let's try twenty thirteen, I believe. Let's see. Let I me think see. Tyler Ulis was on that team. No, they no, they me try twenty. Let me try twenty twelve. Might no, hold on, no. Might be twenty fourteen. Hold on. What year? What was their record this year? Number one. Yeah, they only lost one game. This, this, this hold on. Shit. Yeah, but they didn't. Yep. So here, here's that team. Here's that team. Even though most of these niggas is not in the league right now. Yeah. Marcus Lee, he was decent. Devin Booker was coming off the bench, by the way. Yep. They still had the Harrison twins. They were good, but. Was one of them gay niggas? No, no, no. That's the Collins. (laughs) 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 What? I I I knew it was two twins in any year. Gay niggas, but. Go ahead. Uh, Tyler Eulis, who is from the Korea, well, Chicagoland area. You talking about short folks? Yeah. Yeah, his. He actually not from. No, man. From Ohio. The league said. The league said, look, we need two short niggas. It's gonna be between you and Isaiah Thomas. One of y'all niggas ain't gonna be in the league no more. And Tyler turns out both of them fuck. Bullet. Yeah, he, around the same time. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then you had the, you had the Harrison twins, Tyler Eulis, Cat. Willie Cauley Stein, uh, Alex Poitras, but I think he got hurt, so he didn't even really play. Trey Lyles and Dakari Johnson. Trey Lyles still in the league. Yeah, Trey Lyles is, I think, on the Spurs right now. Um, I think. Then I was shit with that. Uh, I remember when Tyler Eulis was on Phoenix and they was getting rid of him, like they were about to um, buy him out, and Devin Booker was sad. Yeah. Tyler Eulis is a cool guy, but – um. But yeah, like that that Kentucky team was really deep. Like that that, that they literally, it, coach. I mean, Calipari literally had a literal a literal. They called the squadron, so literally, Cat would start with Willie Cauley Stein, Trey Lyles, and Harrison Twins, and then yeah, they played Cat at the four. And the Harrison Twins Fuck. was getting buckets. When they was on that team. The Harrison the Harrison Twins was really good in college, and then Devin Booker would lead the bench. With Tyler Eulis, G. They would be run. I remember watching a lot of those games. They was running. Did they win the Final Four though? They lost to uh. They lost to uh. Frank the Tank Comiskey. Oh, I remember that year. Sam Decker and uh. I remember you telling me. And I think Luke Kennard was on that on that team too. I think Luke. Luke, That that Wisconsin team was decent, G. That That Wisconsin team was decent, G. 
That shit hilarious. Yeah. I, and I will never forget because I think Cat uh, in the press conference they said, "What you think of Frank Kaminsky?" He said, "Fuck that nigga under his breath." He <laughs> were mad. This Cat said, "Fuck that nigga." Guess who in the finals, nigga? The reason I bring it up because I, I can't remember where I saw that, but somebody said a while ago Devin Booker is gonna be the first one out of all of them. He's gonna be the only one out of all of them to win a championship. Yeah, no, you know it, it, it be that way. It's college. Yeah, also the league is in a situation in which um, and no, people talk about great players all the time. You need a great fucking GM to build a team, and it's not a lot of good GMs. It's it's not a lot. A lot of people think star power. A lot of people think getting niggas around. Even th- people think because there's there's fake stars in the league. People that you know fans don't call stars or media, but that other players consider really really good. But that don't mean they deserve to be on the team. I mean, not deserve, but need to be meshed with great. Like look at somebody like Tobias Harris, right? Great player. He's a good player. Uh, good player. But in terms of like you putting them in the mix with with Ben Simmons and 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 Joel Embiid, where you're trying to develop them two players. One you was able to, the other one you did a horrible job with. You just don't work out like that, right? But, like, true development is what Phoenix did. Phoenix was bad, but it wasn't like they wasn't fucking trying, dog. Like, that's the fuck. That's the like, funny fucking I, I, thing. Like I said, I think since we started this podcast and we had League Pass, I watched a lot of Suns games. They try. Like they, they just try, were like bad. That. And Devin Booker would, fuck it. Hey, yeah, was just to, inconsistent. He had to stats, my nigga. At this point, you know, the team just wasn't built right. Um, they got James Jones as a fucking GM. In, well, what's his name? Is it James yeah, James Jones? Jones. You got it right, yeah. Hey, they got James Jones as a GM. And guess what? They team flourished. Um, like, like fucking Sacramento is one coaching change and a great GM for being a fucking playoff team as well. Motherfuckers don't see that. But they are. They got really good niggas on their team. They have talent. They got pieces out the Buddy Hield is a piece. Yeah, it's, it's I don't care team. what nobody it's say. This team dying to get their hands on Buddy Hield. Buddy Hield is a piece. You put him as your third best player. I know a lot of Lakers niggas wanted either Kemba, Demar Derozan. My nigga, Buddy, Buddy Hield is there. Buddy Hield is there. Like, Imagine Buddy Hield literally being a slightly more athletic Clay with, with no defense. Getting passes from LeBron in the shooting pocket, uh, and it's all you know. Person, you know, personalities. You know, sometimes the mix they gotta have a, especially playing on a Bron team because everybody think it's a championship game every time you step in Staples. But, um, you know, shit like that. Buddy Hill's a piece. If you want to completely blow up, De'Aaron Fox is a fucking piece. A huge. He ain't even get his his contract contract yet. He is a fucking piece. Worth first rounds. Um, I, I would literally get. I would literally give up three first rounds for De'Aaron Fox. I don't care. That dude is that fucking good. Oklahoma City won't they picks. But they don't. They they ain't trying to prep. They they waiting for. Bronny, hey, low key. Bro. I think but they waiting for Bronny, bro. So I don't see them. I don't, I don't <laughs> waiting for Bronny. <laughs> I believe they waiting for Bronny, bro. Like that team ain't built for shit. Like Shy probably won't be there next year. Like that team is no, Shay's Shay a restricted free agent this offseason. He's getting in the bag. He's getting in the bag. They might yeah, they probably gonna max him out. But um no, so 
back to uh just you know that's the we was talking about the league in general just just the way the league is bro uh it's fun with some of the nuances if you ain't if you like too much of a like a player fan you're gonna hate this shit and you're gonna you're gonna be so the way players act like you're just gonna hate the shit you know but it is what it is you know that's politics happens in every like sports um some niggas get some niggas get blackballed out the league bro just because star players don't like them the shit that that fucking LeBron James did to that what's that nigga name that fucked his mama? Uh, oh, Delonte West. Come on, come on. LeBron James probably told his free agency. If anybody ever thought about getting Delonte West, you can cross me out. Gone. Nigga was on the streets. Fucking the the, the the fucking took Mark Cuban to find that nigga. Yeah, yeah. Mark Cuban had to find that nigga on his daily route to laugh at the poor. That's the only way he found him. <laughs> Uh, hey, didn't you used to play ball? Let's fix you up. It'd be a good PR. He played stunt. for the Mavericks too. That's probably another. Reason. He did, he but, was a Maverick before he retired. He was a Maverick before he retired. Look, man, it is what it is, bro. Like niggas get blackballed out the league too. So, so it is what it is. Uh, just two things: stay off from Roy's players and, and guard your chickens. Is OJ speaking of that? Is OJ Mayo eligible to? Come Hell out? no. That nigga wasn't just doing bud. That nigga was on straight crack. Like, he was... Him and Evans are banished, my nigga. He got a lifetime No, he... Bro. I don't think it... I'll Google it, but I don't think... Hold on, I'm I'm looking it up right now. OJ Mayo banned. Let's see. Why did OJ Mayo get banned? Uh, Who tries to save his... You know, disqualify for NBA... He could return. I don't think he just never came back because... It's because he Who got the fuck he got, got the lifetime band then. I don't think no. I, don't I think, think so, somebody got, got the lifetime. lifetime. Let's see. But yeah, OJ Mayo could have came back. I I just guess. I remember he was trying to make a comeback. Right the nigga after. just in China. The nigga said, "Fuck it, let me get this China bag." Yeah. I don't That's think nobody ever got lifetime banned Ralph- though. Ralph Beard, Alex, God, go. These niggas, these games don't even. I mean, these niggas don't even exist no more. Nineteen. Hold on, I'm getting oh, to. Tyreek Evans to come back. Uh, nineteen. Richard Dumas. Uh, they said he got lifetime um, man. Was it um? Oh, so y'all remember that story that popped up a, like a couple seasons ago where it was it was uh it was Ben Gordon, Tyrus Thomas, and some other niggas that played for the Bob. Donner Sterling, lifetime man, but he ain't a player. It was on um, Tyrus Thomas, Ben, Ben, uh, Ben Gordon, and some other dudes that played for the uh, for the Bobcats or some shit. They had all got in trouble for some stupid shit. I don't know if that. I don't know if they got banned from the league or nothing. But like, I know a lot of them. No, no, no. I don't think none of them got banned. No, I will remember that. Ben Gordon played in the league a little bit longer after that. <laughs> Yo, Connie Hawkins was banned for life at one point. Bro, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> he he got hello. During his freshman year in college, Hawkins was linked to a point shaving scandal. As a result of his connection, he makes sense. Makes sense. That, that's that, that's all you have to say. Yep. That's, <laughs> yep. That's all you have to say. Yep. <laughs> Michael Ray Richardson was once banned permanently. Uh, Damn! What did he do? Freaking. 
Richardson was banned permanently for repeatedly violating the substance abuse. My man was on crack. Yo, my man's is doing that dope while locking up Magic G. That's crazy. Uh, he was reinstated in two years later in 1988, although he never played in the NBA on his own accord. Yeah, see, that's what that's why with OJ Mayo, he just and they came back. No, OJ Mayo was only a Chris two year Anderson, ban. Chris Anderson was once banned permanently. Yeah, he, I remember yeah, I remember Birdman. I remember Birdman. Doing the, the heavy drugs, that was Tyree, that was Tyreek Evans. Was and Tyreek Evans is eligible to get reinstated. I think OJ was selling drugs there. No, OJ Mayo could, could come back. He just stayed I in he China. Oh no, he was he was substance abuse and Tyree Evans for he was substance Evans. abuse. Tyree Evans was both of them. Was, I think both of them was doing drugs. Yeah, both know, of them was, was doing selling, heavy oh, drugs. Yeah, all I know is I heard Tyree Evans was, was you know snorting that shit. So he was. Gee, one of the best episodes we recorded was Tyreek Evans as Tyrone Biggums. One of my best cover arts. One of my best cover artists. It was clean. It was fresh. But, yeah. But let's go ahead and move on to wrestling. Uh, Tyler. Uh, well, no. Let's just get the big news out the way. AEW did something. Let's give them a, a, a applause. Um, shout out to uh, Tommy End. A.K.A. Uh, Malachi Black. And if you don't know who neither of the motherfuckers is. Alistair Black. He has made his AEW debut, I guess. Somebody must have paid big money to get him out that 90-day, you dig? Because that nigga popped up. Uh, Black Mass, hopefully it might not even be called Black Mass no more. But uh, Arn Anderson. So Arn Anderson might be dead. Just keep it G real. That nigga should not be taking kicks to the head. And Cody Rhodes. So we already know that Hunter Hearst Cody is about to... Uh, do damage to a former WWE star. But shout out to AEW. I might not hold my word for this because I know I post on social media. But AEW, I will be trying to tune in more. If as long as Alistair Black pops I'll tune in. I'll tune in. Just like I, I tune in for Pac fights. You know, man, Pac matches like or Hangman like like the Hangman page feud with Kenny is 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 what needed to happen for it. Like they needed a baby face with that championship. Yeah, and somebody yes. that that's legit homegrown for them. Yeah, so they needed that shit. Um uh Tommy Ian being that is great. Just put him in the right story. If his name Malachi Black It's gonna be Malachi Black because the funny thing is they the announcers didn't even know. Yeah, because they said A Dark invaded like AEW or some shit like that, which is hilarious. Uh, Jim, Jim Ross fucking got CTE just from all that barbecue sauce. But, um, can't burn that nigga alive. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I think, I think that's the right signing with them. With they, they second, they second show, I think it's only gonna be like an hour long or something on Fridays coming. Like, that's gonna be big for certain talent who don't get as much time with them bringing more and more talent into the fray. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for Alistair Black. Like, this is not an AEW hate podcast. And I would no. always say, I just want them to do better. You want them to do better? I would always say, it's fucking corny. Like, wrestling is corny in general. Just AEW is just a they different take level it up of. To another level. Yeah, it's just a different level of corny for me, you right? Don't have to like, do that. I watch wrestling. It is what it is. Am I the biggest fan of, like, just the pure product? 
Speaking of corny, I might. This is gonna be the first time I I might have to slander anything NXT wise this week. But I'm gonna let. What you mean? You mean they they fans? I no, I'm, I'm, I'm the fans was ass. Uh, but um, like I said, I like I like wrestling. I love when my favorite wrestler is able to get a job. Am I going to say I'm gonna catch every Tommy in fucking promo and match and all that type of shit? No. It's too much shit to do in this world, and AEW is the last thing on my list to catch. Uh, but I, I keep up with it. The great matches, I make sure I watch. Um, just like New Japan, motherfuckers ain't staying up to 4 o'clock in the morning to watch Japanese niggas. Exactly. Is is. I, I'm Gucci on that. But uh, <laughs> it, I do respect fucking uh, Tommy in and him being able to go to AEW. Create a name for itself. If he ever come back to the East, set out. But if he, you know, become a legend in that company, so take it. care That's of business. Probably better for them if he does become bigger than what he was in WWE because that shows that you can build a star exactly. or build a, a known star yeah, and make him bigger. I like my mom. I'm not one of them niggas who be like, oh, he just signed all WWE niggas. I don't give a fuck. That's the game. You and plus, yourself. literally, let's put it like this. And shout out to the first black champ because they they made a very good point about this. Of course, I'm gonna sign niggas from the bigger company. You think what the China if China, the China Basketball League, if I have the opportunity to fucking sign a, a all star from the NBA, I'm signing the all star from the fucking NBA. <laughs> no, no ifs or buts. Exactly. If I get a former mid card or freaking God forbid world champion. From WWE, I'm taking advantage as you should. Now, the main thing is use them properly, but that's a different story in itself. But yes, you want to notable names. It's just how you use them. Like Rusev, all they all AW proved to me, Rusev's just a, a mid card guy for life. What difference does it make? Fuck it, shit. And it's not a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. Some guys are not. They don't go above you know where they were already at. Exactly. Now, if Ruby Riot pops up and literally she's still being Ruby Riot of WWE, then you really fucking up. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say in regards to that. You fucking up. Like, okay. You see, you knew it was people in the in that company that knew the potential, you know, said person, and they didn't blow up there. It's your job to get this person in, and that and that you know said person's job to blow up in your company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but shout out to AEW, decent job. Uh, Fighter Fest starts next week. Um, first night, well, the first night starts next I heard week. Something that was going on with that. Did the Young Bucks get somebody kicked off the show or some shit? Like I was watching it. I hate watching Young Buck matches now, and they're fighting a revival. No, not the revival. Some niggas in the street fight, and I turned it off. So I guess whoever. I honestly don't like them as a tag team. I really did. Like at one point I did, but it's like now it's like they don't really, they're not doing nothing that that screams they should be you know, in you know top five tag teams in the world. I can't say that. It is what it is when it comes to that. But shout out to AW. We talked about you for like five minutes. That's what's up. Um, on to the WWE side of things. News wise, unfortunately, Jimmy Uso just can't get right. Um, first and foremost. It sucks that he really he really needs help in regards to his drinking issues because he has recently got caught again with a DUI by the police in Florida. The last time this happened, I think he was with Naomi and he was 
they were literally turning up on the police and stuff like that. So that wasn't a good look. And this time you get caught up again. You're in a major situation on SmackDown and that might go down the drain, unfortunately, unless Roman. I don't think it go down the drain. Like substance abuse in the WWE fucked up as it is go hand in hand. Um, uh, Randy had his problems. Fucking Roman had his problems. And I'm talking about they, you know, Roman has problems with roids. Yeah. Um, like you know, you it, it happens. I don't think like, you know, I don't think it. Look at Jeff Hardy, bro. Like, come on, Jeff Hardy Jeff goes Hardy, through yes. his yes. his problems. Ooh, not even not even like a in a joking aspect. Like he goes through his problems. Uh, yeah. He and did you, yeah. Jimmy just going through what Jimmy goes through in terms of like drinking and driving. Like you know, he just gotta clean that shit up. Uh, they will. I don't think like punishment. Like people think punishment on WWE is a crazy thing. Some people literally just get Some told like you know, time off, hey, you know, is this stressful, my nigga? Is you is, do you need the is time it, off? Yeah, exactly. Is it the company? What's going on? Because it's like this is I think the third time, and that's not good. Yeah. Like so, it's just my concern is I believe he needs major help. Yeah, he do, he do need major help, uh, and I think I think he eventually will get that major help. I think he eventually will get, um, um, you know, good. He, he will be able to you know get healthy from this situation. It's just you know it's one of the things that like like this though TMZ put it out. You know though it is a wrestler that a lot of people enjoy. Like this type of situation is not something like you know. We talking about it because we enjoy the Usos, we enjoy wrestling, yeah. and it's a news topic. But doing deep dives with this shit like other people do, like, like nigga, I'm pretty sure he might be drunk driving home and doing that type of shit. But I'm pretty sure the same nigga who blaming this or blaming that, same niggas who go to sleep and 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 and, and fucking doing probably a line of coke before they go or or a fucking a, a dab of acid or some shit like that, bro. Like, yeah. it ain't that serious. Uh, it's serious because you can danger yeah. yourself. But in terms of like creating whole topics around it, let's like wish this nigga to get the help that he needs. Exactly. Everybody, when you're going through addiction like that, everybody needs that help, um, no matter what it is. Um, don't blame anything but the person who's going through this. I seen niggas blaming Naomi. How the fuck do you blame a man's wife? I'm glad I ain't see that because I would have been fucking pissed. Like, they, they, I know Chris talks a lot about like me responding to shit on Twitter. Like, that's the type of shit I respond to. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not, not that's different. Cause that's, to mental health. Like, not even just you know, like me. I'm like, why would I even even succumb to to even comment on some shit like that? You, you yeah, honestly, that, that, that's, you lower IQ levels. You know, we we go we we lower IQ levels. So like, let's you know, let's just wish this man a road to recovery. It's yeah. like, and, and that's all I want. Okay. All you should do it. And if you don't have anything positive to put toward, toward then just leave it alone altogether. Because you saying something like that is not it's not helping that situation. It's not going to get you any clout on Twitter if you think that's what it was, you know, you could have got out of it. But, you know, just if, if you don't have anything positive to say, just leave it at that. Exactly. So. Uh, but anyway, so this past weekend, uh, WWE-wise, SmackDown, notable things to happen on SmackDown, off the top of my head. Uh, Edge literally beat the living shit out of Jimmy. Um, I hate to, it's a horrible transition, I know, but Edge beat the living shit out of Jimmy. The words of weekend. You know this? No, let me quit. Uh, go ahead. 
But yeah, Ed literally beat that nigga ass. I'm trying to see if I even paid attention to SmackDown. It's not like a. Last week is like this SmackDown was a little lackluster. I ain't gonna cap. It was, but the biggest news from this SmackDown is Selena Vega. Yeah, Selena Vega came back. I think that overshadowed fucking everything because the discourse on that fucking app was stupid. Because niggas literally was like, "What the fuck?" And then whatever. All this proven is that literally niggas don't care. It's, look, I, niggas' wives can go wrestle other companies. It's okay. But anyway, Zelina Vega did come back looking nice as hell. I keep forgetting how short she is, though. But nice to see Selena Vega back. She's like she's actually going to be in-ranked performer. Shout out to her. Um, I'm also very much for Selena versus Bianca Belair again. Just for uh, we get the, the Curie woman war. Part three. I'm for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Imagine you keep saying the Curie woman who Hey, man. I seen some Latina chicks and black chicks literally go scrap, and it was fun to see. But anyway, Selena came back. Liv Morgan wasn't going for it. Said, hey, uh, what do you have against me with uh, that woman? I can't forget. I keep forgetting her name. Yes, uh, there we go. Uh, Sonya Deville. They have a match. Liv Morgan wins again. Liv Morgan's eventually going to get in the money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn really had a really amazing last man standing match. In which me, being pissed off, Sami Zayn lost. Me, being a Kevin Owens fan, I was happy that he won. <laughs> okay. All right. no, 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 no. I just love to see both of them get in the ring together. I'm the, I'm the middle yeah. man on this. No, 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 no. You're right. But why the fuck Sami Zayn not in the Atlanta match? Come on, come on, like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I don't. There's, there's more pressing matters that I will have to slander. I don't need to slander this. I love Sammy. I love KO. The Canadian niggas rock. Uh, any of them in that ladder match is a great move. This ladder match proceeds to be extremely unfucking predictable. By the way, yeah, unpredictable. So yeah, that and this is a much. Is it Sunday? Must watch. Is a guaranteed must. No, watch. it's actually. Following. It's the following Sunday? It's next yeah, it's not this Sunday, it's next Sunday. Because I even remember Michael Cole saying a week from Yeah, Michael Cole phrased this stupidly on SmackDown. I was like, Oh, I get a pay per view on my weekend off, but no, it's next Sunday. So ha! Hey. At this point I'm used to it. But anyway, so SmackDown was okay. It was it was okay. Um Raw was decent. Uh Tyler, you go ahead and talk about Raw. Um, we got somebody another... watch Raw. Yeah, <laughs> I watched bits and pieces. I watched bits and pieces of myself. I'm not going. I got one it. thing I want to talk about. Go ahead, Tyler. But um, we got a false. I mean, no, jumping ahead of myself. We got a match between the Miz and Ricochet again. Um, John Morrison, Morrison and Ricochet by count out. So I'm about to say Miz, Miz is coming I, back with I a mean, brace. Not, not Miz. That nigga Miz, ACL gone. He don't want to say it. This is the reason why Ricochet got counted out. So next week, Ricochet and uh, Morrison are going to have a Falls Count Anywhere match. So that should be really fun. Um, they had, you know, the all the, I think the Miz TV thing where Miz had all the money in the bank contestants come out to the ring, you know, shoot the shit. Uh, Drew pretty much threatened them niggas. And I'm like, okay, bro. Yeah, put the respect on the bro in the bank on phone now. Hey, yeah, this is, this 
even though it's unpredictable, this is should be Matt Riddle's match to win. It it really could be his match, but it's to be seen. I can see Matt Riddle as the WWE champion. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. I never would have thought it, bro. He's so fucking good. It's so good. We just know in the back of our mind, (laughs) what you did was wrong. (laughs) I don't look, bro. Continue, because this day by day, I'll be like, did he do it? I hope not. I know what the Bill Cosby thing when he was walking to the uh to the court. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it? Uh, oh. but go ahead, Tyler. Uh, they announced that we're gonna get almost versus. Is it Ivar? Yeah, almost versus I. Yeah. The little one, the one that me- beat me and Day Trail ass on two K nineteen at one time. Beat the dog shit out of us, bro. My man was back to back on our ass, bro. He could shatter. That nigga bro. kicked out of three frog splashes. Oh, really? Eric versus AJ should actually really be a decent match. Um, Oh, you skipped over something. So, Jinder Mahal finally called out Drew. He took that man's family sore, by the way. He said, I'm going to keep this. And said, "Um, you know, let, let's scrap next week. So I think we get a match between them next week. Um, oh, the New Day versus Bobby. Bobby and um, and MVP was a pretty decent match. The New Day came out with the win. Uh, MVP took the pin, of course. It almost I, – I noticed something in the match. I mean, after the match where Bobby kind of – you know, Bobby's all – anytime he loses or wins the match, he get done and, you know, he look like, like the pissed off black guy. But he kind of – was a little showed a little bit of aggression towards MVP, but kind of let it go. So I don't know if they're if that's leading to anything or not. But for the most part, um, you know that's just further uh, build up to to their match for Money in the Bank. Um, Charlotte and um and Rhea Ripley came out. They, they had a crutch off. Charlotte, but they both and then Rhea Ripley came out and um and mocked her with the crutch, and the both of them dropped them and, and you know started scrapping. So they probably get a return match at the next pay per view pop, um, probably. Um, I think that's really it. I think yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's that it. it. Uh, oh, wait. that's not it. No, no, no. Wait. Jackson Riker fucking tag team were our fucking truth. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. gee, yeah. I'll, see, you know how bad I wanted to forget that. Yeah, that's why. <sighs> Look, Do niggas understand? Riker is a face for anybody that doesn't know he's a face. All I'm gonna say is, with regards to that, now this further confirms that that nigga is about to be United States champion by by Survivor Series. All right, so what's next time? I'm not even about to have this story. Like WWE bold as shit. Like bold as fuck. They're like, look, we gonna do some, we gonna do some head ass shit. Look, we gonna, we gonna have Jackson Riker. You literally got rid of his tag team partners who said we don't want nothing to do with that. We, we good on you know the MAGA shit. You keep him, and you continue to push him. I don't get it either. But anyway, we gonna yeah. move on. W-W- Hello, WWE was like, yeah, Woody, we gonna have the tag team. But look, this how we gonna get the niggers happy. We're gonna go a WWE SmackDown at Rolling Loud. Out of all places. And now WWE oh, is at yeah. Rolling Loud Festival. Randy Orton's gonna get arrested for smoking with the niggas. 
I don't know what's about to happen, but shout out to them, you know, being diverse and putting Bianca Belair as the the, the person right there. I thought uh, that I was, I'm glad you you put that little gif up on the group chat because I was like, not gif, I mean the emoji because I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one that noticed that. All right, cool. All right. It could have been worse. They could have put the street profits. They probably would have, but Montez is out right See, now. you could easily throw a picture of freaking Montez doing this with uh my boy. <laughs> no difference does it make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, but let's go ahead and talk about uh NXT. Uh, let's go from there. But um, NXT Great American Bass. The set actually, the set looked nice. By the way, they you know had the little you know statue of the Liberty set. Um, we got. Yoshirai and what's her tag team partner's name now? I can't, I can't really remember. Maga Lady. <laughs> she really Maga? Yeah, she's Maga. But um, they won the tag team belts off of Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell after Tegan Knox makes her return. She was the one that had the, the battery charge symbol that kept popping up every week. She returned and um shocked the shit out of Candice LeRae and caused her to lose the match. So um, that was uh, I think that was the opening match. No, the open match was MSK and Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Timmy oh, Thatcher. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I forgot. I missed that. This one. is – I want to say in regards to this, I don't know what the hell MSK did to that crowd, but I don't know why they booed them niggas, G. It is weird. It is super weird because they have a very wrestling style that appeals to the crowd. I don't know. But they go ahead, Tyler. Uh yeah they won a match they champions okay yeah they won so, yeah, good match happened. though it was a really good match yeah I definitely have to go back and watch that match um <laughs> oh this is the part that I said I was going I might have to slam the NXT because I did not like this shit at all and it goes back to Trail's point of rap needs to stay out of wrestling why the fuck did I didn't do- have a problem with it. That's just I me. did because that shit was ass. With the cipher, yes. look, a lot of white people liked it, so it went over well. I, I, did. I, I didn't like. I didn't have a problem with it, but I wouldn't say I, I loved it either. This was just as bad as when AW had the niggas come out there and rap. Please, all right, next set. All right, don't look. I don't like rapping wrestling. All right, is it cornball? Yes. Shout out to I can't swerve. I know you're trying to, you know, you're trying yeah, to get he's a rapper. He literally got on, on his song, one of his songs he just debuted. He literally got 50k streamers off that from him being on the E alone. And that's so what's up. I you think it's to, at 100k now too. You have to utilize your platform. But, but I don't want to see that again. Look, let me tell you something, bro. Uh, I agree. You know, rapping corny. I just, I just don't watch this shit. But to compare the acclaim to that nigga who rap on the acclaim, the only reason I know this fucking tag team name. It's because how bad that nigga is in rapping, bro. I look, bro. I can't do it. Uh, like, all <laughs> it this is shit levels. is corny. Cool. Isaiah levels. Square Scott is alternative rap anyway. But it is. It, he is, he does got thick mental. Claim shit is is literally asking me to put a, a a fucking revolver in my mouth and saying yeehaw with a fucking string on my tooth next to the fucking goddamn trigger. Like I can't do it, bro. <laughs> I can't do it, bro. I just can't. Uh, in the words of Tony Soprano, the acclaim is gabagoo. Uh, it's just not good. Uh, but fuck it. Like, if they want, they're getting a little bit diverse with the shit. 
it's the most it's the most popular thing outside of like Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. It's they it's trend on Twitter world. all the time. It's like hit road. I still trends. like the, I still like the group as a whole. I just was not really for that. That's yeah. It's, it's it's like WWE. And I understand. I still understand why they did it. I, that's just my break with the whole show. Shit, Hunter, Hunter, you like you know rap do exist. And Shawn Michaels look like he listened to the shit, uh, but. Hopefully this continues to to go forward for the you know that group. Like I said, I haven't watched one video of that cipher yet. Cause I, this that if anybody needs to be more like me as a wrestling fan, when they know something they don't like pops up on TV, don't watch Just it. it. Don't off. suffer. I don't get a migraine. Nigga, they've been promoting this goddamn cipher for like since they they like we gonna do a Great American Bass cipher. I, I saw it. that shit. I'm not watching Great American Bass. Like Adam Cole. Oh, Colorado, I'll catch y'all later. I refuse to hit that shit. Like, I can't do it. I just, me, like, like me in wrestling and rap do not, and it will not be a triple threat match. I will <laughs> literally be like, I'm good. Yeah, I can do it. Like, that shit is ass. There has no, our truth, maybe. John Cena, when we was kids, like, like, our truth has a line. what he say? And I haven't even started yet. He was saying that same line that he haven't even started yet for like fucking four years. No, no, more, more than, than that. Longer than that, G. Longer when is he gonna start? But no, Archie literally got an album. Nobody listens to it. He 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 does his music shit. Yeah. Um, he, he's serious, yeah. But um, aside from that, uh, don't get Cameron Grimes at L.A. Night. Oh yeah, Cameron Grimes lost the match, so now he has to be. LA Knight's butler. And I think it, what Chris told me earlier, somebody on Twitter said now he's gonna have to wipe the shit stains off that man's toilet. That's unfortunate. Uh, I saw that tweet, I cried. I, I, this is actually pretty entertaining to me. Yeah, they, like that little thing is really good. I'm not mad at it. Um, then so I would say this. I would say this. Um, oh, one final thing. And pretty much we're getting. Carry and Cross versus Gargano next week with Samoa Joe as the uh, special guest referee. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe returning soon, bro. Yeah, he returning soon. He said he would. Shit, yo, NXT about to blow the fuck up. <laughs> hey man, Samoa Joe choking out Carry and Cross. G. I told you it was time to go to sleep. I told you. Yo, um, shout out to uh to um. Uh, to the, I want to go back to the Cameron Grimes thing real quick. Mm-hmm. When when the crowd eventually comes back and they on the road, they doing their thing, and Cameron Grimes finally beats LA Knight. They going that's gonna be a that's pop. gonna be a pop. Cameron Grimes is a fan favorite. Yeah, right I love now, the guy so. G. That dude's good. Yeah, organic, organic as fuck. Um, and then like Adam Cole versus uh, Tyler Riley. Winner needs to leave NXT match need yeah, to happen, bro. We so. just, we just yeah, because it's one one now, and takeover is coming. So give it to me. It's a perfect setup for Adam to lose, and he possibly pops up on Raw or SmackDown maybe the night after SummerSlam. Well, he ain't going to SmackDown because gee, Big Roman ain't gonna let that nigga even enter the arena without an ass kicking. So, so Raw it is, so Raw it is and we're have fun. Oh, also another thing that we missed from um, SmackDown to go back, we have two more qualifying matches. You got Cesaro versus Seth with furthers the the, the whole Seth 
it's not getting in shot right now uh, situation. So he's going to definitely screw over edge at Money in the Bank. But Cesaro's getting in that. I think Cesaro is another uh, another guy that could possibly win Money in the Bank. Um, and then the other one was Shinsuke versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is losing the hell out of this match because he is depressed. He lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in investment. Cool. Uh, fuck that. So, what's 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 what's, what's, what's the last thing? Oh, uh, the tag team shit. So, uh, WWE finished a top fifty tag team rankings, and he's right. He says right. He's right. New Day should be number one. I agree. Yeah, I'm not. A- I'm gonna fuck. But tag team rankings, bro. Kid you not. But rankings in general, really cares about who's number one. Maybe number two. And three, if you want to get nasty, but fuck all the other numbers. It don't mean shit. You can interchange it. It's wrestling. But in terms of the best tag team to ever step foot in the E, and you go by millions of metrics, it's the New Day. Reason why they haven't broke up yet. And consider of being a fucking team of niggas, the New Day has yet to break up. Fuck the championships. Fuck all that. Like yeah, they got you go win a bunch of championships where you're one of the biggest tag teams. They haven't broke up. Devon and fucking and 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 and, 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 and Bubba was interracial brothers. They still broke up. Fucking Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, real fucking brothers. Twice. They broke up. Edge and Christian broke up. Got Christian never got, got Marty Janetti broke up. Really, never really got back together either. Like you know, Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. One of them became a star. The other one became a laughing stock. Well, you said Christian got Marty Jannetty. Yeah, Christian got hella Marty Jannetty. He just was able to back back. When when Edge and Christian first broke up with each other, bro, Christian got Marty Jannetty out this fucking world. They he tried, really, but they tried to keep. Christian I'm about to say he's just a really good talent that he was able to keep himself relevant. Like with the you know the the EC, when ECW became a thing and shit like that, he kept himself relevant, shit like that. But Christian never would hold a candle. Just like I would say yeah. this right now. Matt Hardy would never hold a candle to fucking Jeff, ever. Yeah, Jeff's biggest it. peak, Matt Hardy would never touch. He, you, sh- it's showing it right now. Niggas still want Jeff to win a championship. Matt, on the other hand, um, I blame that nigga. That nigga is stuck. That nigga's uh managing private party. What does that means when they break you up? One nigga became a star, the other nigga became a. Christian still became a big enough star in his own right. He still he had a decent TNA run. That's but that's but we talk about the E, bro. Like, come on, you everybody who went to TNA had a decent TNA run. I'm just talking about in general. I don't really think Big Papa Pump, Chris' favorite TNA wrestler, had a good TNA run. Hey Uh, man, some of his best promos, G, ever. Best promos ever. Like I like Christian. Don't get me wrong. He has the best. I see your fucking point. theme song of all fucking time. And we and look, hey, <laughs> our listeners. I know I said last year we was gonna do best theme song rankings. We're actually gonna do it this time though. We are actually going to how do. Many, how many we doing? Top ten. This shit. That's yeah. That's gonna be hard as fuck for me. But um, my nigga, like Christian theme song. I well, I don't know. I don't think it's better than you think. You know me. But it's good. The thing is, I, Christian, Christian is the only out, Christian has a set. All his all of his theme songs are fire though. Like that, all of them are fire. I was one of them peep niggas. I was doing a point where Christian was up there. That was me. <laughs> I was doing that point. But uh, like I said, like Marty Jannetty is not a it's a term in wrestling, right? I get what like, you're saying. Though. Okay, but a lot of people was mad about like the Road Warriors and shit like that. It's oh, just like basketball talk, dog. And I equate it to that, even though wrestling is a little bit different. 
bro. OGs is OGs, bro. Never going, never going to come about that. Like, we really don't have, like, when it comes to single wrestlers, we have Jordans. We have, like, The Rock and Steve Austin, who's cemented, right? Hunter, cemented. Tag Team Division 8, it still needs to develop and shit like that when it comes to who was really the GOAT. Like, the Roy Warriors was the GOAT, but they had a lot of WCW shit. Yeah, the, most of that run was WCW. A lot of OG, like, you know, wrestling. Like, these niggas, were, niggas weren't really, like, wrestling fans. Wrestling. How the niggas who said Roy Warriors should have been there either capping or they about to die in two days. So, like, <laughs> it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't something like, you know, like, what you should... Like, the Dudleys are the Dudleys, but a lot of the Dudley shit came from ECW and when they left, like, when they was Team 3D. So, like, you know, a lot of that shit, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy is strictly WWE. I agree with that. Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, I don't think was a It's the longevity. What'd you say? They didn't have the longevity. As a yeah, team. they didn't have the longevity. I think they had the moments. That's what really put them up. Yeah, the moments. But a lot of their moments came together. They won almost all them TLC. And a lot of their moments came from other tag teams being really, really good too. Yeah. Like it was, it was a Renaissance era in tag teams for three, for three teams, by the way. But um, like in terms of like you know WWE tag team situation, it sucks, but it has not always been like you know a strong, a strong like roster. It right. always, it always has, has a, like a good two three year run. Then it needs to you know be retooled or rebuilt, broke up or some shit like that. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. now, throughout the new day, remember these niggas came out as preachers. Yep. Like and they are they are the still the biggest tag team in the E. Um, the Usos, you know, wherever they was on that list, what, what number it was? They were seven. Deserved. I, you can't break them niggas up, but what the Usos did in terms of like revitalizing tag team wrestling the E. Because most of that shit used to be, hey, you a tag team? Yeah. And then they Let's go against. Been tag, they've been a tag team longer than New Day. They've been yeah. a tag team since 2010. They also brothers. But, yeah. uh, you know, they they, they 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 helped, they re- revitalized the, the, the tag team in a way, like certain matches going, in a way of like, yo, I know in the era where where it was a lot of like, you know, we need uh, a, 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 like a promo before the main event and shit of that nature or or it had to be like a Cena type situation in the main event, or or a Taker a type thing, you know. Even mm-hmm. though around the Usos got Taker was leaving, you know what I mean? Like the main event, like they said, yo, we can do this. Like the New Day, I mean the the not only the New Day, like what the New Day, the Wyatts, and the Usos did for the tag team division going towards twenty twenty. Like, come on, bro. They I solid. remember when the the Wyatts. Was going against the shield. Woo! That was that a moment. Really great TV. Yo, that was a moment. Gee, that was a moment. A, hey, I don't think I popped since, bro. I don't think I popped since. I'm like, yes, let's fucking go. Usos versus the Wyatts. Fucking crazy, good ass matches, bro. Same thing with the New Day. New Day versus uh, a lot of people don't remember. The New Day versus Cesaro and um Tyson Kidd. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Good That's shit. A deep cut. Good shit. That's a deep cut. Yeah, so like, you know, this New Day New Day never really had a bad fucking feud, too. Like, it is and it is. They was able to do a heel. They was able to be really, really good heels, organically become babyfaces off their heel run, be able to have a kitty ass gimmick, 
that every fucking age love. They throw fucking musty pancakes at niggas, and some people take bites out of it. Like there is, there is a difference in that shit, right? Okay, I know a lot of OGs who two steps away from their deathbed, one cigarette away and away from having lung cancer. Want to talk about goddamn roadways and demolition and shit like that? But fuck it. I can't, it's not my fault I can't find a fucking VHS tapes and I'm actually wrestling for more than five minutes. Like, fuck that shit, bro. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. Blame Peacock, because they ain't got the OGs on there yet. Um, they are on there. Oh, fuck it. Blame Peacock, because that app sucked. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, we can, I don't, like, I don't have, like, niggas be mad at anything. You put a top 10 list of the, of the best thumbs up in wrestling. And the fact that Orange Cassidy ain't gonna win, niggas gonna cry. So. <laughs> That'd be fucked up if they did actually have a best thumbs up. <laughs> My but, only real gripe that I would say I will have with this list is I do not believe that the brothers or destruction are top ten tag team. I, like you I said, agree with that be, statement as well. That's not a they didn't have a, a run per se, especially not considering that you know. All the tag teams that are in the top ten, they didn't have a run like they did. They did have a run during the invasion during era. The invasion. They had a crazy run. The brothers yeah. of destruction is the brother of destruction for a reason. Yeah, yeah I remember. But that was I, pretty I, much the only run they had. That's what I say. I agree to an extent. Like fucking Kane and RVD was a little bit more assigned than the brothers of destruction. It was. If, if but this is my thing. They were going to be on there. They might as well have put um the. Uh, when Triple H and Stone Cold. Yeah, the power trip. The power the two man power trip was fun. Because they were beating niggas' asses. Multiple times a night. <laughs> Just for fun. Literally. Like that was a moment, but it is what it is. And Triple H quadriceps said, God bless. But let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you uh follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring. At 3S from the ring. Greatly appreciate that support. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. We greatly appreciate that. And if you're just watching us, just the podcast, hit us up on SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. And make sure you share and subscribe. Share the content. Make sure you copy some YouTweakingMedia.net. Uh, I mean, YouTweakingMedia merch on YouTweakingMedia.net. We greatly appreciate all support. Thanks for listening. And peace. Peace out.